I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. A funny taste in music with Andrew Bird. Hello, welcome to A Funny Taste in Music with me, Andrew David Bird. I don't, I don't think enough people... Drop the middle name in unannounced. So I've done it. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, this is a podcast where I talk because I love comedy, I love comedians, and I love music. So I talk to comedians about music. If you don't like that, I'm afraid there's no other podcast. This is the only podcast currently running in the world. Um, I'm single handedly keeping up a lot of podcast sites on your phone. So listen up and enjoy it's with kate mcgann i was doing a gig at the dark horse comedy club at the sussex in tunbridge wells run by producer paul who produces this he was running a gig and he's got all the equipment there set up he said well why not record a podcast while you're here thought good idea do it with one of the acts who are on who i've never met so i've heard kate was a really good comedian so i thought this would be good do it with someone i've never met that'd be a bit different and it was great just sort of immediately when you're talking about music with someone, that's what I was going for. You kind of find things you've got in common, stuff you haven't, and laugh at stuff. There is a cracking, uh, I don't want to ruin it, but there's a cracking uh, story about swash stickers on a German book. Um, that sounds a lot worse than it is. Um, there is also an amazing story about the killers that comes out of nowhere. So it's a brilliant episode. Uh, the Dark Horse Comedy Club in Tunbridge Wells is now monthly. So next one's in July. So if you live near there, go along. It's a really good gig, lovely room. Really enjoyed doing the gig. Um, uh, if you want to see me, I'm doing gigs. Go to my website. I'll try and update it, andrewburkcomedian.com. Can't promise I will. And um, so thanks for listening. Go to the Patreon page, donate there. And what have I been listening to? I'll tell you. Uh, Blossom's new album, brilliant. John Allen, my mate, has got a new song out, brilliant. Listen to that on Spotify. And I have been repeatedly watching The Beatles Get Back. Ah, oh, just the bit where George sits. Paul says to George, can you just a bit quiet on the guitar, on the upbeat, because John's doing that bit and I can't hear myself sing. And then he says, right, I'll be leaving the band about a minute later. It's just, oh, I've watched it about 50 times. I don't know what it is, just heartbreaking to watch. And then, oh, after it, the joy of them just playing in the studio. So watch that. Uh, right, here we go. This is a lovely chat. Really enjoyed this. It's in a room in a room for a gig. And there's a few people in there, people, other acts who are on and some mates and stuff. 
so you can hear them in the background. I hope you enjoy it. A funny taste in music. The interview next. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello. Now... Usually, this is this is my first podcast face to face. Oh, really? For a funny taste in music, because it's always it's started in the pandemic, so it's yeah. always been done from home, and that seems a good way to do it. And um, I've realised now why, because I drove here, as you know, <laughs> we're in Tunbridge Wells yes. for a gig, and a one hour forty drive just took me three hours. So this is why. Um, <laughs> Zoom is a wonderful thing. Yeah, um, you could do it from the comfort of your own home. Yeah. So, the, uh, and I thought this would be good to do yeah. this one because we're meeting up and we're mm-hmm. we're about to do a gig together. Yep. So I thought this would be good. We could do do the podcast with you before the gig. We've never met. No. Don't know anything about. I know you're a really good comedian. I know that already. Oh, thank heard you. that. Heard it. <laughs> um, so I thought this would be a different one. We've never met. Yeah. Um, and. When you meet people, often you sort of try and squeeze out of them what music they like. That's okay. uh, it's a little shorthand. So when you meet people for the first time, how long is it before you start getting into <sighs> the music? I, I need to know that before their name. Oh, right. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Do you like Oasis? <laughs> need to get that like, yeah. Then, if not, then, we can't be friends. If they don't like Oasis, their name is unimportant. Yeah, exactly. Because I won't need to Irrelevant. remember it. Um, yeah. So I thought this this would be uh, a good way a good way to do it. This would be a Perfect. you know this is how when you meet people it's a good way to find stuff out. Yeah. Um, I don't uh, I don't even know how many years you've been on the earth. Oh right. So this place <laughs> is what kind of music you might like. Yeah. Well, I'm I've just turned thirty six. Right. So okay. yeah. So um, I mean, I've listened to a few of your episodes. Yeah. And uh, your one with Rich Wilson, and he's listening very cool bands and I was like oh god mine's really he does do that he yeah, does do that but like, we need to know, say that because he's about four yards away <laughs> he's here um, uh, no don't feel any pressure 
for that. No, no, it's very, very uncool. Like, but you know, your taste in music is very uncool. No, just like growing up, I grew up in the time of it was all about girl bands, but Spice Girls, Five, S Club Seven, Steps, like all that. Like, I know your face. (laughs) It's a picture. Just made me feel sad hearing that as a list. I'm sorry. Together, usually keep those separate, don't they? I know. Um, Is that the bands you liked though? Or was it just well, that's yeah, what it I was? Yeah, when I was a kid, yeah. yeah like um, when I when I was a lot younger, I mean, I was I must have been about eleven when the Spice Girls' first album came out, and it was just like, oh, this is everything, girl power. <laughs> like, yeah. This is what I need. Um, so yeah, I was. I had to know whether you find that very uncool. I'm so but, sorry. Well, weirdly, with the Spice Girls at the well, I, th- I suppose with a lot of bands when they become massive. Yeah. You instinctively don't like them yeah. <laughs> if they become massive because you don't want to be seen to be one going along with everyone else. Yeah, and then slowly I started going. Oh, that's quite a good tune. Though. <laughs> it pains See? me to say it. Oh, v- Viva forever! You, you've got me with that one. Goodbye, my friend. There's only four <laughs> of them. They're underdogs now. Oh, I did come round to them. I tell you what, I think with the Spice Girls, mm. I think that they they uh, missed out on because mm. they let. Uh, like Jerry spoke a lot. She was quite funny. Yeah. Scary was funny. But you know, I think it's very funny that doesn't speak a lot. It's Posh Spice, Victoria. Yeah. When you hear her interviewed, she's weirdly, really funny. she's really yeah. funny. They should have let her talk more. I know. They didn't. They just too, just pout, Victoria. She was too busy pouting and she pointing. Was, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she did pointing. Point. That's she it. Was, if you want someone to pout and give you a northerly direction, <laughs> yeah, she was she was good for that. She's on it. She was she was a mid nineties yeah. north or south. I, did, um, I loved it. So you yeah. so first album straight away, bang that single. So my first album that I remember buying, like with pocket money, was Take That Everything Changes. Right. Yeah. Don't judge me. No, no. no. I loved to take that. Yeah. I loved to take that. I mean, I but I never went to see them like live. Um, no. So I never got to yeah witness I've, them I've real got, in real life. I have a very similar mm. uh, trajectory of whether I like them or not with Take That in yeah. that at the start, way too pop, way too pop, yes, way too massive, not interested, and then split up. Yeah. Found the. I remember in school when they split up. And there was a helpline. Yeah, like the Samaritans had to had yeah. to have a special helpline for take that fan. Yeah. There was a proper helpline when they split up. And I just thought it was really, really bizarre because I, I like obviously I loved them. As I a thought band. you were going to say obviously I rang it. No, oh yeah, like I'm <laughs> so And they helped me through a dark time. Yeah, like I mean, I wasn't. Everyone loved Mark or Robbie, and I loved Gary Barlow. Yeah. I was like, he's he's the he's the one for me. Like, mm. He's the talented one. I mean, still now I'm like, mm. yeah, he's a little man. He's, had a, like he's had a journey as well, hasn't he? He's gone from fashionable, <laughs> yeah. unfashionable, tax deductible. Yeah, um, <laughs> in out, in out. Um, he he had this, yeah, the, he was like he became a kind of a, like a easy joke for comedians for a while. Yeah. He put on weight. Robbie went massive. He didn't. Yeah. And then he played the long game. He come see talent and, and songwriting ability and wins through. And now he's working for Marks and Spencers or something. Yeah, <laughs> that Dermot O'Leary? Who am I thinking of? I Same thing, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. um, for, a period, <laughs> for a period of time, yeah, it was generic but, men. But I thought he's <laughs> generic men. Yeah, so that's a good title for a boy band, isn't it? Yeah, generic <laughs> men. We are generic <laughs> men. 
And um, there's five of us, and we will be pretty generic. (laughs) Um, Oh, that is a good. But even even though, like, I I was a big fan of Take That, and like growing up, my mum, I never had that sort of fandom of a band that I was like, oh, you know, when you see those videos of in the 60s of people watching the Beatles and these girls are like fainting and they're getting so excited. Like I would be the person that's like, yeah, I really like this band, but I wouldn't cry over them. Like I would just be like, these are amazing and I love their music. I wouldn't be calling the Samaritans. (laughs) This is why you would never have been interviewed as a teenage girl outside (laughs) the stadium. They would never accompany you and you're like, yeah, I can take them or leave them. Yeah, 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 they're right. I'm not going to go mad. I'm not going to get in the mosh pit and get crushed. I'll stay back. I'll enjoy the music. I'll get off. And and have a pint and stand at the back. You know, nine years old now. (laughs) Yeah. uh, uh, Yeah, but um, I've got to say as well, take that. I reckon the song Patience, that song is as close to perfection as a pop song as you can get. Oh, wow. Poppy, like a pop song. Yeah. Isn't it? It's a brilliant song. I'm it's not a fan of so, Take That, but good song. Their first music video. Horrific. <laughs> That's what put a so lot of people graphic. off. so graphic. Yeah. It's so graphic. And I remember having a VHS, like it was a VHS one side and, and like it was a double width VHS case. And you opened it up and it had a VHS one side and then a, a tape the other side in the oh, phone. I and I was that. like, I, it was the best thing I'd ever seen in my life. And I put the VHS in and that was the first thing that came up and I was about eight or nine, <laughs> just watching these very homoerotic yeah. men naked, lying on the floor, being covered in jelly and ice cream and being mopped up and down. And it was quite the awakening. <laughs> like, yeah. I was just like, wow, this is, um, yeah. I like this. Well, for a young girl, it looked, probably looked like a birthday party I got out of hand. Yeah. I remember that video yeah. as well. That My 10th um, birthday was wild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I remember, um, you know, I remember Take That being like massive and then going out and then you felt a bit bad for Gary Barlow. Yeah. Then he came back and you thought, oh, you've pulled this round, Gary. Yeah. And then, it's, yeah. But, um, uh, and then they had a bit where Robbie came back. Yes. And yeah, then. For, for they, like a short time. Did they have a tour back. where he opened? Yeah. So he was a So he did all his own songs for a bit and then they did take that song. So you can look at that in two ways. <laughs> you can look at that. You can look at that with the, yeah. uh, oh, that's good of him not to have too big an ego that he can be the support man for take that. Yeah. Or, as we all comedians were, double bubble, isn't it? Yeah. Double bubble, yeah. doubling up in the yeah. same night. Doubling up in the same night. And he's in the same venue. Brilliant. I'll Rob, just do oh, lovely. So funny. Lovely. Yeah. How many times do you reckon he made that joke during when Take That Roll and Gonna give another <laughs> round of applause to the support band? <laughs> he was good. Good looking. Good looking yeah. as well. Um, Charismatic. I know I would have. Um, uh, so after, but so that's that's what you first remember, yeah. sort of buying yourself with your yeah, own money was Spice Girls. Did you stay with them all the way through? Yeah, we, so it would take that was the first album that I remember buying, right. and then um, yeah, I remember buying when I was eleven t- uh, Spice Girls, and I found the CD not that long ago, and I've written in uh, Sharpie on the front my name, <laughs> like, like so no one takes it if I take it into school. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad but I was like oh, oh that's that was, so sweet that was a school thing that's yeah. not because you, you take your CD in yeah I've got my CD with yeah me. there can be no arguments I think you'll find my names on that yeah right yeah. it's in gold gold pen so, yeah. yeah you can't argue <laughs> did you do that with your exercise books where did you cover yeah. them you, you had to cover them in like wallpaper and stuff do you know I, I don't like admitting this but I remember <laughs> German 
I didn't know the swash sticker. I thought that was like the German badge. Oh no! <laughs> like that's their like. Hon- thing. I honestly did. Oh god! I was so I was first year, so that's eleven, <laughs> which no, is, is well, forgivable it? just about. But eleven, you should have known better. Where were you finding swastika wallpaper? you can't just go to W.A. Smith's and go oh yeah that one (laughs) it was plain brown paper that I drew swash stickers I don't think home base did a range of feature wall swash sticker wallpaper for your your very right wing person who was who was who was heavily heavily into DIY yeah well they might have the curtains but not not the wallpaper that is brilliant um the swash sticker wallpaper but I drew it on and here's the thing I remember my German teacher was very nice Mrs Harris Mm. took me to one side and explained what that represented why that was wrong and I thought what a grown-up, brilliant teacher she was. Yeah. Now as an adult, I think, you know she went in the staff room and went, oh my God, look what this prick did. <laughs> look at this. Andrew Bird, year seven. Um, oh, bless you. <laughs> did you used to write like love hearts of who you fancied on, the, on your No, you didn't well? do that so much as boys. Sometimes you wrote, no. if it was serious and you've been together for like, like more than like, say, two weeks. Sure, yeah. You might write, Andrew <laughs> for... Gemma. Yes, with the number four. Yeah, yeah with the number four. Of course, that yeah. was a that was a big statement. That was <laughs> that was as good as marriage, wasn't yeah, it? Yes. Um, but I do remember that that girls that you well I fancied when I was a teenager. Yeah. Spice Girls songs were kind of the backdrop. Yeah. For that, absolutely. It was um. You remember like she likes that. That's a song. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I loved. I just love that. I love watching their music videos. And that, like watching Wannabe on Top of the Pops for the first time and going into school on the Monday and going, oh, did you watch it? Yeah. It was just the most exciting thing ever. See, as a boy, I remember thinking, <laughs> that can't be number one. Tell me what Stop. I want, what I really, really want. <laughs> I remember my mate's plan. All he said about that song was, if you want to be my lover, you got to get with me friends. Yeah. Fair play, that's right. <laughs> I'll have a go on each of them. I know know that joke's been done a few times, but, you know, he was first on it. He was first on it. To be fair to him, uh, if you trace that joke back to its origin, Daniel Richardson, toaster. Um, (laughs) So, but I'm impressed that you stuck with the Spice Girls pretty much all the way through when they reformed. Yeah, I mean, no, I never, again. Did you get any, did you go see them? No, I've never been, never got tickets to see them. Oh, no, you said you never went. Oh, no, take that. You never no, saw Take, take that, that or Spice Girls. No. So you've never seen no. either of your favourite bands? I oh, know. I saw Mel C yeah. live. But no, they're not my favourite bands now. But no. when I was a kid, they were right. they okay. my, like, that so was when, my number. Like, so what uh, sort of a, what sort of time did you sort of grow out of them? Sounds harsh. But yeah. what time did you start moving away from them? What, well, what was it? I remember going, go, so that was when I was like a, a lot younger and then it was all sort of pop stuff. And I was, I'm tell you what, I was a fan of Robson and Jerome. Yes. I loved uh, Ro- Do you remember? Robson? I remember the Your song. Your face is a picture. You're I, so upset well, by what I'm saying. It's so I remember, funny. I, well, sorry. you can say I'm a fan of the Robson and Jerome song. No, I had the album because my mum used to listen to Radio 2 in the car. Yeah. So I used to listen to all sort of old style music and I loved Robson and Jerome. And and sort of growing up, that's what I listened to. Um, My mum loved like Elvis and Motown. And so I I didn't really listen to modern 
pop songs right, that yeah. often. Well, I think a lot of people had that in their childhood because yeah. people think, um, how how old were you? What bands were around when you were a kid? Yeah, I think you listened to them, but you didn't because you, you listened, listened to, to your what parents. your parents were yeah. listening to. And then when you get older, you went, oh, I should have should have listened to them yeah, really exactly. at the time. They were good. They were, that was yeah. people go. That was my era of music. I wasn't listening to it, yeah. but that was my era. I was very much listening to Robson and Jerome because that's what Mum had on I in know. the car. I do, I, yeah, I probably wrote my name on the front of that as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I had Robson and Jerome, and then um, so you're into them and admin, yeah, pretty much, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and admin. You were into them, and you had a good sense of ownership. Yeah, they're mine. Yeah, yeah. Robson and or Jerome. But so, but hang on, did they have? A, did you listen to the whole album? Yeah, loved it. Was it a good album? Yeah. So I'm having a go. I've never heard it, no, so I can't it, judge. It was all sort of like um, Unchained Melody. Yeah. And they had um, like uh, sitting in, I was going to start singing then, I won't. Um, sitting in the back row of the movies and like yeah. all that sort of, it was the same, they're just covers. They weren't their original songs. Oh, Robson and Jerome, Fame kept a, a massive song off of number one. I can't Unchained Melody. I can't say that. Unchained Melody. And yeah. also Gareth Gates. Who knew? Yeah, well, yeah. Love him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were at number one. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was. was it, I yeah. remember they kept soldier, a massive soldier. song. They're... Did you watch that? No, I was too young. Oh. I don't think so, no. Oh. Was that was that some classic Sunday night telly? Yeah, I think so. I never I watched it. it. But I, it I, d- I loved that album. Right. I loved it so much. I listened to it until it wore out. Did you listen so to sad. Elvis and Motown? Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you, did you get into Elvis then? Yeah, loved it. See, I, I'll admit this, and um, this, you know, hosting a music podcast, this is sacrilege, but I've always liked, like, like, I think those bands and musicians that you know are incredible, you're not yeah. doubting it, Elvis, one of them, obviously, yeah. where you're like, fucking El- it's Elvis, isn't it? Yeah. But you don't really own an album because it's on all the time. It's yeah. one of them. So I've never got massively you get into a Elvis. Hits, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't get the individual album. Yeah, so I've been like that with Elvis, and then I watched the Netflix documentary, and I went, ah, oh, I've not given him the respect he deserves, really? which you think you would. Yeah. Um, but I just thought, because I think he suffers from everyone thinks of him as that bodysuit, big glasses yeah. era, yeah, and that's it, and, and you wasn't. forget. And I watched the documentary, and I, and I thought he died at home when he was like a sort of overweight drug addict just sat around the house. He was touring at yeah. the time. I didn't realise that. Yeah, yeah. And he wasn't that old either. No. So um, got... I went to Graceland. I went to his house and I... God, hang on, this is a big gear change, yeah. isn't it? You've no, gone from writing your name on Robson and Jerome to <laughs> I went to Graceland. Yeah. So I went, I went. Um, I did a massive trip, road trip around America and then I went to Graceland and it. My, I, he was always like... My mum listened to that and then going to his house and seeing actually what the legend, what he was like as a person, um, it just made, I had a huge amount of respect for him. He he was an amazing, amazing person. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think him. they make Graceland as well. That's yeah. as well been built into this kind of almost theme park caricature house. <laughs> But he bought it for his mum and dad, which is like a yeah. a nice, charming, lovely thing that I has love, now been bloated into this big tourist attraction. And they that, had all his cars and like his air, he had an aeroplane and 
Yeah, so you go. You Hang go on, and did look he have a plane the there in Graceland? Yeah, did he? Yeah, and he's got loads of different cars and like a pink Cadillac, and yeah. it's so cool to go around. And you know, it's like a museum now. So you've got your audio tape and you're walking around. Because most most people have, I don't know how it works usually, but most people have a private plane. Mm. It's like at an airfield. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. How cool would that be to actually have it? It's, there, like, and it's ginormous. It's like right. a normal size plane. You know what I mean? I'm going to, <laughs> going to the shop. Uh, <laughs> going to take the Ford. You have to move the jet. Yeah. The jet's parked in front of it. Oh, why'd you park it there? Oh, I didn't even think of that. And it, but it's massive. It's not like a little private jet. It's no, it's like big. It's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's definitely easy jet size, easily. Wow. Yeah. And in inside, so they say um, a story that. Um, his daughter had never, because she grew up in Memphis, she'd never seen snow. Um, yeah. And so they flew her to Canada to see snow for the day and then flew her back. <laughs> like, right. It was I a different time. I thought, I thought my kids were spoiled little shits. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, imagine that as a kid just mentioning stuff. All right, get in the plane. Come on. Dad, <laughs> did I mention I've never seen a kangaroo? <laughs> yeah, it's popped it's, to it's Australia popped for the day. <laughs> they, but they went to Canada for the yeah. day. Yeah, but don't you have to, even if you've got a private plane, that's still got to be (laughs) organised, I suppose. A lot of admin. (laughs) Because he was in, like, I've heard this on the Frank Skinner show, that he had a radio where he could hear, like, the police talking about police crashes. He had the channel and he would turn up and there's loads of photos of Elvis just stood at the scene of a crash, just sort of. Having a look. Why is which this is, like morbid which, sort of Yeah, interest. just interesting. But shows the level you're at, but that's a whole different level yeah. to sort of radio straight through uh, the Air Force Tower. <laughs> Says Elvis, uh, <laughs> the little girl wants to go to Canada, so clear a route. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a lot of money, isn't it? Yeah, you yeah. have a lot of money to do that. Yeah, I won't. Um, I won't. <laughs> Sorry, I took you off piece. No, I won't even pop into Oxford when my kids want something. Um, <laughs> down the road <laughs> we ain't going we ain't going it's rush hour um uh but uh so so you were but so you're in elvis yeah. and robson and jerome yeah this is i all... listened to like old stuff growing up and it's i remember being at school and being really embarrassed because i wouldn't all everyone would listen to like southern fm i grew up in brighton so right. um they'd listen to like the local radio or radio one and then mm. I'd listen to Radio 2 and, and not know any of these songs. And, like, I remember in the playground, like, girls singing TLC and stuff, and I didn't know what it was because oh. I didn't know. I know, but now I do, so it's fine. That, they were good, though, weren't they? Yeah, they, they were so were good. good. So then when I got older, I, I got into sort of R&B, like the 90s R&B, which I loved. Yeah. What, uh, I, was, I was two Tunnel Vision Oasis. What, yeah. what happened with R&B so in the 90s? Talk, talk me through R and B in the nineties. We cut your head open; it just says Oasis. Yeah, in. like a stick of rock yeah. all the way through. Um, no, but you know, it swivels around. It's Beatles yeah. on the other side. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Talk, talk me through R and B in the nineties. Yeah, so I used to, li- you know, we had like I mean, I was ja there, Rule and Shanti, and yeah, I, I sort of listened to all of that. I mm-hmm. had, I, I mean, I, I had like sort of greatest hits kind of or now 89 or whatever it was at yeah. the time and then it had sort of pop and then I like R&B stuff so I used to listen to that and then it was I remember what was really popular was sort of garage you know Craig David and things was when I was getting older was um, that early late 90s yeah yeah sort of stuff like that but then when I was 
16, I, it was a pivotal moment in my music listening career or yeah. like interest. Um, my best friend Anna gave me um, a fever to tell from the Yeah Yeah Yeahs by the Yeah Yeah Yeahs. And I listened to that and I was just like, I love this. This yeah. is what I want to listen to. And then that sort of opened the doors to indie sleaze and just listening to every band that I could possibly imagine. Like the the Kings of Leon first album was just amazing. Like I loved it. And I listened to it over and over and over again. Isn't that good that yeah. you remember you remember the yeah. moment? The moment, Anna. yeah. The, uh, yeah, Anna, she we were on holiday together and she gave me the CD. Because I was, I remember it by sort of the clubs that we used to go to in Brighton. So yeah. on a on a say Thursday it was like the R and B night, and Anna used to go on a Tuesday to the indie night. <sighs> typical and, Anna. Typical Anna. I yeah. know what's she like, and so um, and she was like, "Well, why don't you come with me one yeah. day and we'll go here?" And I just remember listening to all the songs and going, "This is." I can dance to this. I don't look weird like some white girl trying to like look so, so, sexy. I was do you just, mean I Indian, can dance to this. Indie on the Tuesday? Yeah. You found you could dance to I Indie more? I loved it, yeah. yeah. But it's stamping in your kitten heels. Loved it. Yeah. Mm, loved yeah, it. You can sway along to I find myself swaying along to Indie stuff in the kitchen <laughs> and every night, because no one's there, I'm thinking, oh, I, can, I could dance a bit if I put my mind to it. Yeah. And I'm not going to. It's so much but, fun. Um, Loved it, I've yeah. got to say, as a boy, there's nothing more attractive than a girl dancing to indie music. Because yes. you know what I mean, dance and I mean it's just a it's just an open goal, isn't it? <laughs> indie takes a bit more effort. Yeah, takes a bit more sexuality, doesn't it, to get along <laughs> to? You know what I mean? But um, yeah. but Kings of Leon, yes, that was a, right. Um, so their first album, I remember, I loved it, absolutely loved it. Yeah, so that and that then, was when they were longer hair, wasn't it? Yeah, when they were cool, they looked more um, brutish. Yes. And, um, well, yeah, so I, I loved that album and then I loved, um, like Franz Ferdinand and The Strokes and oh, so you Block Party and oh, just, early yeah. that there was yeah. like people go on about, uh, I say people, I go on about, <laughs> um, <laughs> like everyone goes on about that Brit pop, but I reckon the early 2000s yeah. indie music then between 2000 and sort of 2005, six. Yeah. There were shitloads. It was so all of them. Good. Arctic Monkeys, Kasabian. Yes. Yeah. Well, there was an album out like every... I remember on my birthday buying... Um, I bought Killers and Jet. Yes. Hot new Buzz. albums. Yeah. I was like, oh, 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 what Hot a Oh, it was the second one. Um, oh, the one with when we, we, when, you, when we were young. Yeah. That one, their second album, which, oh, what an album that is. But that, but that the early 2000s yeah, indie. Yeah, so good. Fran, I wasn't that into Franz Ferdinand, but now I'm oh, looking back, okay. I'm like, oh, I missed out there because they're Love great. It. Yeah, because we went to see um, the Killers' first ever gig in uh, pretty much in the UK. Did you? Yeah. How did you hear about that? So, funny story. Um so my, what we're here for. <laughs> my, friend, um, my friend dated the guitarist. It's not where I saw this going. No. I thought it was going to be, I saw an ad in the corner shop. <laughs> And we thought, Killers, that's a good name for a band. Not my friend dated the guitarist. Yeah. Jesus. So this is, this is, I mean, I must have been 17 or 18. Yeah. Um, so 
yeah, very young. And we, I remember sitting on the beach with them all before they went into the Ark, which is now probably called something else. Hang on, you sat on the beach with the band? Yeah, before <laughs> they went on. And they their album... Has it taken you 40-odd minutes to mention this? <laughs> I've opened on this. You opened on them a bit embarrassed. I like the Spice Girls. I could have gone anywhere off sat on the beach with the Killers. What you got? So... Um, the way this is going to get better. So oh, the way, sorry. Oh, you really softened me up with your Robson and Jerome bullshit in the car to um, ice on the beach with the killers. Go on. So um, the way Sarah met the guitarist, Dave, I think his name was, was he? they were supporting her uncle's band who's and her uncle's Robert Smith from The Cure. Oh, <laughs> Come on, come on. So that's how they met. Yeah. Um, and and then they were supporting them. And so we met all the killers and their album, Hot Fuss, had just come out and <laughs> was still sort of doing the rounds. And everyone was like, oh, who's this band? Yeah, sure, killers. That's a cool name. Like, you know, yeah. didn't really think anything of it. Um, and then we, it was the time when, you know, when like those little pin badges were really fashionable. And everyone had them. I'll talk, I'll talk you through the man fashion. Go for it. It yeah. was pin badge on a pinstripe grey blazer yeah. <laughs> with a coloured t-shirt underneath with like a logo of some American football team you don't know <laughs> with boot cut jeans. Oh my God, yeah. That's what we're talking, aren't we? we? I was in the yeah. era of the boys wearing like spray on jeans and really pointy boots, like really tight. Like they mm. looked like they were in the horrors. The band, the horrors, and the cats. Could have just been Brighton. You could have been Brighton, yeah. Could have been. I I remember. You live by your own rules down there. (laughs) So, um, what's his name? Brandon is the lead singer, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we were asking them questions, and my friend Steve uh, kept sort of badgering them with loads of different questions. And then we were saying, stop badgering him. And then I started singing, I've got a badge, but I'm not a badger. And then Brandon Flowers sang it on stage. <laughs> and he's like, God. <laughs> and did uh, like a whole action. And we were like, this is amazing. <laughs> but do you know what I thought? For, that's incredible. That's incredible. That yeah, is an amazing story. But fun. my brain for a second mm. forgot that's on the first album. Yeah. I thought in my brain, I thought that was the second album. And he nicked that from you. And you, that's what I thought. Oh my God. I thought, what, you you're imagine? telling me you wrote that? Yes. <laughs> that's what I thought soul, for a second. A so you started singing at him. Yeah. I've got a badge, but I'm not a badger. Yeah. And we were all singing and we were like joking. And then we were like, go on, do it on stage. And he's like, yeah, right. It was oh, good like, fun. And then we sort of hung out with them afterwards. And, and then now I'm like, I remember going to like Reading or Leeds or something yeah. and then seeing them headline. And I was like, oh, I used to know them years ago. Yeah. yeah I like the, then we hung out with them after. Yeah. Not many well, people as a, we hung out with the killers. Well, they were really, they wouldn't really, really How big knew. was the gig? It was what, a, a tiny. 200? It, yeah. It wasn't that many people. It was just in like a nightclub in Brighton. And then they went, obviously, stratospheric. Yeah. So, yeah. But that was, I was like 17. <laughs> you were 17? Yeah. How old were they? Not 17. <laughs> Dirty, mucky buggers. <laughs> no. Not Brandon. I mean, they probably Brandon. went out for about five minutes. But, yeah, Sarah's, like, very happily married now and whereas we're grown-ups. But I remember, yeah, it was a different time. What different does time. Sarah's, I'm interested in Sarah now. <laughs> I mean, I'm, 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 you know, I'm really enjoying interviewing you. <laughs> But Sarah yeah. seems like she's got a story to tell. She, um, what's her husband do? 
Oh, well, he, uh, he used to be in a band. Like, so, yeah. Oh, she's got Weird. a type. Yes. <laughs> Sarah. Yeah. Um, but uh, he used to be in a band. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's, that's worse. If you said to me he's in IT... It would have been it would have been hurtful that she said, Yeah, I was with the guitarist from no, the killers. It was, it the was fact he was in a band. Like a fling like years ago. It was like a couple of months. I mean we Still. were yeah, we were like eighteen. I would have thought, yeah. So you were for, for a I night. I remember just being able like showing you know when you go to a club and you show your ID for the first time, you're like <laughs> yeah. I'm loud. So yeah, I remember that. Little did you know yeah, little did they 18. know you were so you were for this, I mean, the, the term groupie sounds derogatory. <laughs> we weren't groupie. That sounds derogatory, but you were with, all right, let's put, this sounds cooler, you were with the band. Yeah. For a while, you could legitimately say, Yeah. for a brief period, you could be just near well, the killers. Like an afternoon, yeah. And gone with a band. Yeah, with the, with with the, the band. band. With the band. Did you yeah. go in? Did you see the sound check or anything like that? No, no, no. We were just drinking on the beach. <laughs> Before the gig? Yeah. God, they, gonna say they wanted to be a bit more professional but they clearly knew what they were doing um uh what was brandon like because he's um yeah he's very religious yeah i, I mean i literally spoke to him i remember no, I doubt we brought that up very, on the beach yeah but, no it just spoke to him very briefly yeah i'm not I'm not like suggesting he like made you nice, all pray yeah they seem the like beach. nice guys yeah. yeah this was before he wore like his you know bright pink blazers and stuff this is yeah that the it's funny when like a band changes a lot and they say, oh, we lost a few fans there. And I always think, yeah, those fans are knobheads that fell away by the wayside. I'm kind of that with the killers. Like, I love them, the first two albums. Yeah, me too. I think the third, and then they just went a bit, a bit sort of disco for me. Yeah, I just, I think I was the same with Kings of Leon. Like I, yeah. I wouldn't choose to listen to their other albums, but their first album and their second, Aha, Shake, Heartbreak, I would listen to that on repeat. Yeah. But then, you know, Sex on Fire sends shivers down my spine now. Yeah. Because it's all a bit like, you know, those sort of football lads. Yeah. Like that song and, yeah, like Chelsea Dagger. and. What's funny is that, the you know, those songs from when you were younger that, for me now, I've got two two boys, eight and ten, and and singing them. What's funny as well is songs that come on, and you know, it's no big thing for us to know the words for a killer song. No. But to them, they're like, do you, do you know every song? I'm yes. like, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Well, I, I've got this thing where um, when I'm in the car with my other half, uh-huh. um, <laughs> I don't necessarily know words to songs, but I have the confidence that I do. So, the, and he finds the, it so irritating. I'm oh, really? You're the yeah. kind of person I want to be around. Yes. Someone who doesn't know the words but has the confidence really? to give it a go. Yeah, just ah, giving it a go. Brilliant. And, it, and he's like, Gee, you don't know the, this song that well, do you? And I'm like, never did. <laughs> I think that's arguably better than someone singing along who knows the words. Exactly, that, it's more fun. That's arrogant. That's pretty much saying, forget Paul McCartney, I'll take it from here. Yeah. But you, you're like, I don't know the words, but I'm giving this a bloody go. Give it a go. My wife um, <laughs> is Slovakian, right? Foreign. So, <laughs> so if she gets words, if she gets words wrong for stuff. Right. Fair enough. She did this recently. I've told this on stage. This is hot off the press. Happened right. last week, I think. I walked through the front door from a gig late at night. She just happened to be walking down the stairs. She's ready for bed. Yeah. So she's just in a standard dressing gown, but just her underwear. But just jokingly, she walked down the stairs to try to be seductive, <laughs> talking of getting words wrong. She got the 
like everything about it wrong. What she meant to do was walk down the stairs and go, da 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 Yeah, she went, da da She did. Like Jaws. Jaws theme. I was like, fuck's like a great white shark coming at me. But do you know what that suggested? That could be sexy though. It depends what you're into. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. If you've got a fetish oh, yeah, like that, but yeah. do you know? You're into sharks. But that made me think that I, when she gets stuff wrong, I'm not sure it's a language thing. I think she's just getting shit wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was just shit. That was nothing to do with language. <laughs> but you, I like the fact that you know you're getting stuff wrong and oh, you just yeah. commit. Commit. Go oh, for God. it. When in Rome, you know, you're in Rome. I had a. <laughs> you bloody, you bloody are. Um, I had a. a Recently, I had an extension done. I had a plasterer. All right, shall we? And they were, on a, on a, well, <laughs> Doing well, you say for that, got a second mortgage just literally weeks before the pandemic. Oh. I remember clearly on the phone, the lady from Nationwide saying, do you see any reason why your income yeah. might change? <laughs> and like, and no. I said, nope. <laughs> a week later, it went. Um, oh. So we had to do it. I rang her and asked if we could give it all back. Yeah. And she said, I've never been asked that before. But So we had to do the extensions. We got a plasterer. So the plaster is coming towards the end of the build. You know that. If you've seen DIY SOS, the big build. Yes, love They're that. at the end yeah. when things are coming together. Yeah. They're the, you know, they're the glory. Um, <laughs> they told me it was Kingy who I went to school with, Richard King. Yeah. And they said, uh, now, just to warn you, oh, he sings. He's a singer. Not only does he sing, he commands the radio. They've got Radio 2 on all day yes. saying, good <laughs> point, Jeremy Kyle. No, Jeremy Vine. Vine. Yeah. Same thing. Um, good point, Jeremy Vine. I'm like, oh, this is depressing. The builders had oh, him on all the time. Kingy shows up. He's like, no, 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 absolute, mate. Absolute all the way. So thank God for Kingy. <laughs> Do you know the saying, dance like no one's watching? He uh, sung like no, no one's, one's listening. listening. Did oh, my not, God. <laughs> all day. Didn't give a shit. Got words wrong. Yeah. Just committed. That's I've fine. got just respect for that. So, um, <laughs> But yeah, so Brighton, though, like you were that. lucky you grew up in Brighton. That's yeah. a good place to grow up. Because I grew up, like I've said a few times, Northampton, where there was no live music. No. There is in Northampton town centre. I grew up in a little town outside. Yeah. So Brighton, you just casually said it like she said, come along to Tuesday indie night. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, do you but know we, now we, how lucky you were to have that? Yeah. I mean, we had, we were uh, like inundated. We had so many clubs. And no matter what kind of music taste you had, there was a club night for it. See, and we were so lucky. Like if you want yeah. sticky carpets, go that way. If you yeah. want, you know, if you want a bit of R&B, go there. If you want to grind up against someone, go there. So we, uh, there used to be a really cool little club called Born, um, uh, called the Engine Rooms, which is now like derelict. They probably set fire to it. it was was that was that a club or was that a live venue? It was, it was both. So I it had like fans that. play. And like yeah. the, it used to be, it was in a basement and the ceilings used to drip because it was so sweaty and it was yeah. amazing. And they used to do a, a club night there, which I loved, uh, called Born Bad. And right. it was all like rock and roll, rockabilly, um, in like sleaze kind of. Nice. Yeah, like a 60s girl groups, like loved it. Yeah, and everyone used to get dressed up. What night great. What night of the week was that? That, Born Bad used to be on a Saturday. Oh, yeah. Lovely. That so that, good, what, what yeah. age were you going there then? So I was going there probably like mid-20s, like a 20, 24, 25. Right. Yeah. And sadly, it doesn't exist anymore, which right. is really sad. So but now you've got to go and grind up again. I someone. know. What I've got to find anyone. Yeah. <laughs> so that, yeah, that um, 
early two thousand. Do you remember? Do you know two bands that I think are massively underrated mm. from that two thousands indie bit of Franz Ferdinand, Killers, Casabian? Yeah. Would you reckon Thrills? Oh, Did yeah, you get the thrills? the thrills? That first album was yeah. brilliant. That was like... That's just like feel good, isn't it? Yeah. You're just like... Was what, and then I don't know what happened. They just... The, the second album was good as well. Yeah. But then there was a big drop off for the third. Uh, and then the other one, I think, were massive for a while. And then and then their second album was really good as well, but then dropped right off. Mm. Athlete. Do you remember oh, Athlete? No, I don't remember that. Don't you remember? See, no. this is what I'm you talking about. You have to sing the song. Go. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> hang on, hang on. Um, we've got our vehicles and animals. Do you remember wow, that one? Wow, that is That was the accent special. and everything. Uh, hang on, hang on. Second album. Uh, she's got wires coming in. Oh, yeah, Do you remember I that know one? them. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. They were brilliant. Yeah. I think they were underrated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, there's so. I mean, there's so many bands at that time. Like everything with a the at the front, I loved. Yeah. And also Jet. Yeah. <laughs> loves Jet. First album. Um, then the second album. I think that was. I went to see them live. Yeah. During that second album tour, the one I got for my birthday. I thought <laughs> they, they were live. They were incredible. They were incredible. But apparently. They supported Oasis around uh, America. You can't resist can't mentioning it. it. You can't what, resist it. I mean, what a gig that would have been, though. Jet. It yeah. was Jet, Kasabian, then Oasis. Oh, oh you'd have been exhausted by yeah. the end of that. Jet That's and Kasabian on one night. Yeah. Oh, That's sweet Jesus. Um, but yeah, so then, uh, so in recent years, mm. what have you, have you, have you, is there any new music you've got into in recent years? Or you, do you, have you stuck and no. not moved past people? Well, the. Um, the first um, band, like live gig I went to see after lockdown was Idols, and that was amazing, and it totally blew me away. And I hadn't really listened to them that much before I went, so everyone was around me singing. Right. It was my yeah. partner's birthday, so it was a little treat for him. And then um, we went, yeah, it was in January, and we went to Brixton Academy, which is the best venue it's amazing. There's no bad place to stand. No. It's gradually slopes. Yeah, gorgeous. The uh, problem with it, Brixton, yep. I think it's a great venue. Problem with it, opposite massive weather spoons. <laughs> so you get a late rush <laughs> of absolute twats yeah. that haven't watched the support band yeah. and are pissed out their heads and have no sense of personal space. That's, you've got to position <laughs> <you> yourself. <laughs> yeah, there is that, but you've got to position yourself, yeah. haven't you? But it is one of the best. But, can you can you be honest and admit? Did you get slightly emotional first gig after lockdown? I did, yeah. yeah. I mean, we just had. I was giddy with excitement. Yeah. I just had so much fun, and um, we. I mean, it was weird, kind of being surrounded by everyone who were like singing along. But as you know, that's not a problem for me because I just sing anything. Oh yeah, yeah, good point. So I was just like having. You don't have to do the, the background work. No, just go with your instincts. Love Commit. It. That's what you do. <laughs> I like that. So, so do you not. Do you sometimes do that though? Because you just alluded to that. I very much do that. If I'm yeah. seeing a band, yeah. right, start prepping. Yes. Start going back through I the did. back catalogue. Yeah, I, we, I mean, my Spotify playlist was pretty much just idols for about yeah. a week beforehand. Just to Did they to have a new sure album just out? Well, I listened to, I remember listening to the, um, oh God, what's it called? The Ballroom, Ballroom, Ballroom. <laughs> what's it called? Um, that one, their new song. Okay. And that came on the radio and I was like, oh my God. And um, my my boyfriend and I like to send each other 
music and mm. I sent him that I heard it on the radio and I was like this is amazing were you, were you secretly because I, I know your partner's really into music yeah. so you secretly quite chuffed that you were on top of it uh, yeah I smashed that so points he win, was like it? oh my god when my you're wife amazing tell, <laughs> when my wife tells me about a song before I know it then yeah. the look of smugness on her face <laughs> It's like, oh, oh, haven't, oh, yeah. you, haven't, haven't you, you heard of them? Haven't you heard it yet? <laughs> <laughs> she's still now, whenever we listen to Wilco, she's still like, oh, I got you in it, Wilco. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've just started listening to um, Django Django. I really love them. Right. Um, but I, I mean, what's on repeat usually is kind of, um, I love, um, not, not Motown, but like Northern Soul. I listen to a lot yeah. of Northern Soul. And um, Queens of the Stone Age. Like, right. It's, uh, I mean, yeah. It's that's two shifts, like, isn't it? Yeah, Nor- it's a little bit of <laughs> a is one yeah. for my wife's that kind of Saturday, Sunday morning. Yes. On in the kitchen yeah, while you're it. doing stuff. That's the, way, that's the way to go. She goes Northern Soul yeah. or Motown in the kitchen. It's and great even, for a dance. Even if love I it. had designs on putting on a specific album i think i can't that's a big move to turn that off yeah you know she's trying she's trying to she's trying to put herself in a good mood here which could be pivotal for the rest of the day (laughs) so if i I swoop in here and decide i'm putting on hey 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 i was gonna go beatles on that okay sorry Uh, don't be so quick to judge don't pigeonhole me um you know that's a big call though isn't it but that that's very much one yeah just un just fail safe Saturday, yeah. Sunday morning, isn't it? Yeah, Northern and it always Seoul. puts you in a good mood. And it's just, I'm like, I love um, 60s girl groups as well. So like the Velvets, yeah. uh, Vel- Velvet, yeah. 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 See, yeah. The thing is, I know the, I know the songs that I like, like Needle in a Haystack is one of my favourite songs ever. Yeah. And I, I just love it. Yeah, it's brilliant. And then I also listen to like more rocky stuff. So um, I, I was mates with a band in a Brighton band. <sighs> All right, all right, okay. all right, all right. God, I thought this was well, well, knowing it's you like now. I'm just showing off, isn't no, it? No, <laughs> but you now, I wouldn't be surprised right at the end of this podcast. I mean, we're just about to wrap up if you went. So I'm friends with Paul McCartney. Yeah, um, and Liam Gallagher, weirdly. Um, I had him <laughs> round for dinner. <laughs> That was that. Even in even you saying that as a joke was cutting. Yeah, I know. I could, I could feel your pain. Really I'm personal. sorry. But the, the the best gig that I've ever ever been to. Oh, this um, is a good. This is a good yeah. way to close. Yeah. Um, best gig you've ever been to was eighties um, Matchbox Beeline Disaster supporting Queens of the Stone Age at the Brighton Dome. Hang on, so and the, it was so good. Yeah. The, them supporting. Yeah. 80s. Wow. So I knew um, I'm really good mates with. Guy and Sim and like, well, I was back in the day. <laughs> they're love, they're just lovely guys. And like Sim, Guy I, and I, Sim. I, I still speak to him. Like he's he was the bass player, and like I speak to Sim now. And he's was he's it lovely. was it a little bit of pride seeing them supporting, or was it just just oh, an amazing yeah, it was gig? Amazing. It was just because obviously I'd seen. 80s Matchbox play a lot smaller venues and yeah. I'd seen them play at a festival and yeah. so I'd seen them play on a massive stage as well but seeing them support like one of my favourite bands was amazing. Oh, yeah. that's brilliant. Yeah. Kate, it has been bloody lovely it's to talk lovely. to you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Sorry for showing up. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if there's anyone you've missed that you know, then feel free to text me. I'll mention it on the next podcast. Yeah. By no, the way, Kate, so Kate was massive friends with Prince back in the day. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, and Shirley Bassey, weirdly. Yeah. <laughs> she uh, taught at my school. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.
deeper, deeper. That was really nice. That was really good for us. <laughs> A podcast from producer paul.co.uk. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.